from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang, and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. I hope everyone's having a good morning and a better week. Um, we've got a packed show today, and, and I really mean it with a packed show today. Um, I've, I've titled today's show The Cracks, um, and I'll tell you why, because it seems like two steps forward, five steps back is kind of a common theme for many practitioners. As we start to discover that, you know, sometimes our, our security vendors end up being our greater risk. So we'll be talking about that on this morning's show, and it's a packed one. Tomorrow, June 1st, uh, Data Connectors is coming to Atlanta. I'll be in the house tomorrow uh, doing some live podcasts, hanging out with some of y'all, and also joining a panel uh, in the afternoon. So come by, hang out, go to dataconnectors.com, use the CyberHub podcast discount code to get your free ticket. Come and hang out with me. See me in person, get a get some swag, and then just kick it. It's going to be a... It's going to be a good show, uh, some great content, a lot of awesome people going to be there. So come hang out, say hello, see you all at Data Connectors tomorrow. Now, without further ado, let's grab our morning cup of joe, whatever y'all are drinking. I've got my double espresso, whatever you enjoy for the morning. Could be your cup of tea. Coffee cup, cheers, y'all. We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Catch us there and find us on your favorite podcast listening platform. Make sure to subscribe. And we'll kick off with Microsoft detailing a critical Apple Mac OS vulnerability that actually allows for SIP bypass, uh, specifically the flaw dubbed migraine. Retract a CVE 2023-32369er could be abused to get around a key security measure called System Integrity Protection, or SIP, or rootless, which limits the actions the root user can perform on protected files and folder, the most straightforward implication of a SIP bypass is that an attacker can create files that are protected by SIP and therefore undeletable by ordinary means, according to Microsoft researchers Jonathan Barr-Orr, uh, Michael Pierce, and Anurag Boara. Even worse, it could be exploited to gain arbitrary kernel code execution and even access sensitive data by, by replacing databases that manage transparency, consent, and control policies. The bypass is made possible by leveraging a built-in macOS tool called Migration Assistant, to activate the migration process via an Apple script that's uh, designed to ultimately launch an arbitrary payload. This in turn stems from the fact that the system, uh, uh, that the system migration D, the, the uh, daemon used to handle device transfer comes with a dot uh, from, from comes with a com.apple.rootless.install uh, entitlement, allowing its child processes, including bash and Perl to bypass the checks uh, um, following responsible disclosure, the vulnerability was addressed by Apple as part of its macOS Ventura 13.4 update, Monterey 12.6.6, and macOS Bixer 11.7.7, all shipped on May 18th. So if you haven't updated, now you understand why this is critical to get updated and why you should be updating these now. WordPress is doing something almost unprecedented. They're forcing a critical and they're forcing installs on a critical Jetpack patch on over 5 million websites. Automatic, the company behind WordPress's content management system, has started force installing a security patch on millions of websites today to address a critical vulnerability in the Jetpack WordPress plugin. Jetpack is an immensely popular plugin that provides free security performance and website management improvements, including site backups, brute force attack protection, secure logins, malware scanning, and more. According to the official WordPress plugin repository, the plugin is maintained by Automatic and it now has over 5 million active installs. 
During an internal security audit, they found a vulnerability with the API available in Jetpack since version 2.0 released in 2012. According to Jeremy Herve, the vulnerability could be used by authors on the site to manipulate any files in the WordPress installation. Jetpack 12.1.1, the security patch currently automatically rolling out to all, the work, work, all, all WordPress sites. I'm sorry, using the plugin started rolling out today has already been installed more than four on, on 4,130,000 sites using every version of the Jetpack since 2.0. So um, a force update, kind of like the responsibility they're taking by saying, hey, we're just going to go ahead and update it. If they break something, that's going to be a different story. Um, and, and, you know, if that happens, we'll be talking about it as well, but that's a good way to manage the patch. Mandiant revealed on Thursday of last week a new piece of malware that appears to be linked to Russia, and it's designed to target ICS systems specifically in an effort to uh, cause electric grid disruptions. It's named Cosmic Energy, and it's the latest in a malware family targeting OT and is designed to interact with IEC 60870-5-104 devices, sending remote commands to tamper with the actuation of power line switches and circuit breakers in an effort to cause power disruptions. Mandiant believes it poses a plausible threat to the affected electric grid assets. IEC 6 uh, 6870-5-104 is a protocol for telecom function for electrical power systems. In the case of cosmic energy, it can interact with a remote terminal unit, specifically ones that are commonly used in electric transmission and distribution regions such as Europe, the Middle East, and other parts of Asia. The malware has two components, Lightwork, which implements the IEC 104 protocol to modify the RTU state to on and off, and PyHop, which connects to a specified remote MSSQL server for uploading files and issues remote commands to an RTU using Lightwork. Security firm, firm pointed out that Cosmic Energy is not capable of obtaining information needed to carry out an attack on its own. The attacker needs to manually collect IP addresses and credentials. They believe the malware may have been created by a contractor at a Russian cybersecurity firm called Rustelcom Solar as part of a red teaming tool for power disruption and emergency response exercises has then became an offensive tool apparently and now it's a malware barracuda so we, we've talked about barracuda over the last few weeks well now we know that their zero day vulnerability goes back as far as to october of 2022 where it's been a lot where actors have been using it to backdoor into the devices the latest findings show that the critical vulnerability tracked the cve 2023 2868 has been actively exploited for at least seven months prior to discovery. The flaw which Paracuda identified on May 19th affects version 5.1.3.001 through 9.2.0.006 and could allow a remote attacker to achieve code execution on susceptible installations. Patches were released on May 20th and 21st, but nonetheless, now these patches are um, been updated but now you know that they've been gone back um, and, and they've had access for seven months. So what does that mean for you? Well, one, um, just because uh, your security vendor is a security vendor doesn't mean that they shouldn't be treated uh, differently than any other vendor um, you would have um, anywhere um, in your environment. That That's number one. Number two, um, you got to go back seven months if you're using Barracuda. You got to go back to October. You got to start looking at your logs. You could have been breached. You could have had data exfiltrated without even knowing it um, going back to October. And so there's some work to be done on the forensic side there as well. Android apps with spyware have been installed 421 million times from Google Play. 
A new Android malware distributed as an advertisement SDK has been discovered in multiple apps, many previously on Google Play and collectively downloaded over 400 million times. Security researchers at Dr. Web discovered the spyware module and tracked it as SpinOK, warning that it can steal private data stored on users' devices and send it to a remote server. The antivirus company says uh, SpinOK uh, OK demonstrates a... Is it SpinOK or Spin... It's SpinOK. Demonstrates a seemingly legitimate behavior using uh, mini games that lead to daily rewards to spark user interest. On the surface, the SpinOK module is designed to maintain users' interest in apps with the help of a mini game, a system of tasks, and an alleged prizes and reward drawings. In the background, though, the Trojan SDK checks the Android device's sensor data to confirm that it's not running in a sandbox environment commonly used by researchers when analyzing potentially malicious android app the app then connects to a remote server to download a list of urls opened used to display expected minigames while the minigames are displayed to the app's users as expected uh in the background the sdk is capable of additional malicious functionality including listing files in the directory searching for particular files uploading files from the device copying and replacing clipboard contents in addition the clipboard modification functionality code allows the sdk operators to steal account passwords and credit card data hijack cryptocurrency payments to their own crypto wallet addresses and there's a whole list of apps where this was happening so you can see that in the show notes go check it out there many security practitioners use captcha as a way to validate humans well now with ai it's almost impossible to really validate that since the cyber underground menu of services now include on-demand human assistant captcha breaking functionality researchers are warning meaning that website admins should look to implement additional anti-bot protections as a result captchas are familiar to many internet users now they've kind of changed from pick a bus to turning test adjacent puzzles uh, or type of word that's been distorted but with ai uh, those are easily broken and according to a recent analysis by Trend Micros, uh, cyber crooks now even have ways to get around uh, those options as well. And so here's the deal with CAPTCHA. It's almost like MFA. We first said, all right, text MFA is good enough. Then we quickly discovered, you know, uh, SIM swap attacks. Then discover them. We just realized that they were going to uh, really focus on that threat actor, on, on, that, on that vector in order to be our MFA deployment. So then we moved to apps or notifications and and pop-ups. And the same applies here. So now that they know how to use CAPTCHA, we've got to, I don't don't know if reinvent the wheel, but we've got to make it so that it actually recognizes bots. And bots have a tendency to operate very similarly every single time, which is very different from humans. So there are some, you know, the news aren't all grim here, but if, if your website admin says, well, boss, we're using CAPTCHA, and, you know, it's really hard to beat that. I would share this article, um, and I would share the link, and I'd just go ahead and let them know that um, we probably need to rethink this, revalidate this, look for additional ways to identify bots in our environment. And our final story for this morning, folks, and thanks all for being here, is hacker group uh, Anonymous Sudan is demanding $3 million from Scandinavian Airlines in what's been a series of denial of service attacks that have been targeting the airline's website since at least February. Um, the group, while called Anonymous Sudan, is actually not from Sudan. It appears that, that they are Russian. Uh, it appears that all of their activities since kind of coming up into the scene has been around countries that are supporting Ukraine uh, in its current conflict with the Russians. And the company has um, 
SAS is now working on trying to resolve this on the Telegram channel for Anonymous Sudan. Uh, they say we will keep punishing you and your company nonstop as we've been doing for the past 120 hours. It will end badly for you and we won't be harmed. Um, so there's that. The group blamed the burning of a Quran during demonstrations in January protests in Stockholm for the motivation behind the attack. However, a lot of their activity has been targeting German airports, Danish hospitals, as well as Israeli banks, news websites, and most recently a missile warning system. Uh, they, peer, they don't appear to be an authentic part of the anonymous uh, movement. Uh, they're more likely a Russian information operation looking to harm or, or complicate Sweden's NATO application, according to a report by a Swedish cybersecurity company. Um, but there's, there's that as well. So the Russians are there too. So there's that. That's it for our show today. Tomorrow I'll be hanging out at Data Connectors. Come hang out with me tomorrow as we have a good time. Grab some food, listen to some great talks, network. Um, so go to dataconnectors.com, use the CyberHub podcast discount code to get your free pass to the event. And I can't wait to see you there. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, y'all, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.